Welcome to the Your Courageous Life podcast, where we discuss psychology and tools to help you create better habits, cultivate discipline, and live with courage, aka grit and emotional resilience. I'm your host, Kate Swoboda. Learn more about my books and get additional resources at yourcourageouslife.com. And now, here's today's episode. Hey, hey, everybody. Today, we're going to be talking about how to play bigger in your life. So this episode in particular is going to be for my overachiever types or my aspiring overachiever types, the people who have a sense that they are meant for something more, they yearn for something more, they want to push themselves. This is like, I want to do this thing that feels big and audacious and huge, and I'm not sure how the hell to do it. So I would like a little guidance on how to stretch beyond what I thought I was capable of. So that's what we're diving into today. Now, I, I want to say, because I think it's a great resource, this is not the same flavor as what I'm going to be covering today, but there is a book called Playing Big. It is by uh, someone named Tara Moore, M-O-H-R, and I think it's a fantastic book, highly recommend. It's just that the flavor of what I'm going to be talking about today is going to be different. The energy is going to be different. I actually intentionally try to harness the resources, the energy of what I feel I need at the moment from the media that I consume. Um, and I'll, I'll just share what I mean by that briefly. And it ties to why I'm, I'm saying the flavor of today is going to be a little different than or a lot different than Tara's work. So for instance, if I know I need a laugh, I will totally look for those like really funny pet videos on social media where pets are doing something really adorable that makes you laugh. If I know that I need something really calm and soothing and gentle, I might pull out a Pema Chodron talk lecture. But if I am trying to access this part of me that's kind of gritty and feral and fuck no, I'm not going to give up, David Goggins, that's where I'm going. (laughs) And if you know, you know, and I'm actually going to cite some of his work today. Sometimes I think that there's a good kind of screaming, rallying cry that we can get from the content that we consume that kind of brings out that inner warrior in us. And that's what I'm into evoking today. So today I'm going to be very direct with you. It's not an insult to you. It's use this in the way that supports you in going, okay, I'm tired of settling and I'm ready to play a bigger game. And sometimes that means some straight talk. So how to start playing bigger in your life? Here's what I think. You set highly ambitious goals. Not the chicken shit goals. Not the ones where you're like, oh, well, you know, I think if I work very hard over a couple of weeks, I could probably, no, like the ones that are so big that you kind of want to piss yourself a little bit. (laughs) We can laugh at this. Even as we evoke our inner warrior, we can kind of laugh at ourselves. I promise. It's okay. I'm not going to quote this exactly, but Jim Rohn, H. Uh, uh, sorry, Jim Rohn, R-O-H-N is how that's spelled. He has a quote that's out there about setting goals that are so big that the process of attaining the goal will change you. Not getting the goal, 
but going after the goal, the process of trying to attain that goal will change you. Those are the type of goals that I think help us to play bigger in our lives. And sometimes I haven't set a goal, but life has just handed me such a big pile of crap to have to sift through. I didn't feel like I was actually capable of getting through to the other side, but life handed that to me and it was really hard. What choice did I have? You you deal. And when I look back on those life experiences, I see how those are the situations where I have been changed for the better the most. And I'm also thinking too of Oprah. She has this quote about, I wouldn't take anything for my journey now because she realizes that the times that she went through that were hardest forged her into the stronger version of herself that was able to show up today. So setting highly ambitious goals, goals that are so big that the process of trying to go after and attain the goal is going to change you. So if you are currently sitting on the couch right now and you're like, okay, I've always, I, you know, I think I should do a 5K. Again, of course, you know you better than I do, and it's always the disclaimer for crying out loud, the internet, like, can we all just acknowledge that when anybody says anything on the internet, if you don't feel like it applies to you, if you feel like you need to consult your doctor first, if it's, like, don't listen to it. But this is a podcast episode on how to start playing better. So all disclaimers aside, talk to your doctor, decide what's right for you, all the things. You're sitting on the couch, you're like, I think I'd like to run a 5K. Fuck the 5K. Go do a half marathon. (laughs) That's what I'm saying right now. And you might not actually make it to the finish line of the half marathon, but set the higher ambition goal, the one that is so big that the process will change you. Okay? This is not to be confused with setting a goal that is literally just not even attainable and you're just immediately going to like, you know, like if you set a goal of like, by next year, I want to be an astronaut who lands on the moon. Well, I'm here to tell you right now, astronauts train for years, decades. They're carefully selected for space missions. I'm pretty sure astronauts are like these incredible mathematicians I don't know that you're going to go from couch to astronaut next year, landing on the moon. Okay, so don't set yourself up for a goal that literally there is absolutely no way. Set yourself up for a goal where you're like, you know what? If I threw everything I had at trying to make that goal happen, I know I could. I mean, I mostly know I could get there, but I could get there if it's kind of like on dancing on that edge, like I could get there, but whoa, That is the type of goal that's highly ambitious. If you want to be the number one rated podcast by next year, that's a highly ambitious goal. Set a goal like that. Because what happens when you set that level of a goal, I want to be the number one rated podcast by next year, you will behave in ways that are like, cut the shit. This is what I need to do. This is the dedication it takes. Nobody's becoming the number one podcast in the entire world sitting around occasionally recording an episode. All right. So again, I I feel it's interesting. For as much as I know that my intention is to be very direct and to be supportive and helpful, 
I I just want to out and be transparent about the fact that there's a part of me that worries that someone's going to feel like I am totally calling them out in a mean way. I'm going to have to bring that to coaching sessions with my own coach because I know that's not what I'm trying to do, but I'm always I'm worried that that's how it'll land. Anyway, I'm going to really I'm going to own that that's coming up for me, release it, and I'll just also say the setting highly ambitious goals is a really really cool thing to do. Um it actually, I think, can be more motivating sometimes for people. That was my philosophy when I was training for half Ironmans. I knew that if I trained for a little while, I could do a sprint distance triathlon. A half Ironman triathlon was like a, um, I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> I mean, like I'm thinking that I should be able to do that if I train for it, but I don't know if I can do that. That's kind of the line I try to look for with my own playing bigger goals. All right, so you're setting highly ambitious goals. Next, you understand the time it will take and you block out that time on your calendar like it's an appointment that you absolutely cannot miss. So you really need to understand the time it will take, okay? Do not think, I want to become an ultra marathoner and run a 100-mile race And then just be like, you know, if I just run like three miles a day, I can probably do it. I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's somebody who can do that. But I think you're cruising for a stress fracture if you take that approach. It's just my two cents. So understand the time that it will take and block it out. You have to put it on your calendar. My friend Laura Heacock of the lovely website Kind Over Matter, not Mind Over Matter, but Kind Over Matter, has the saying, what goes on the calendar gets done. And I love that saying because I think it's really true. What goes on the calendar is what gets done. All right, time it will take, block it out like it's an appointment that you absolutely cannot miss. This is the other piece of setting highly ambitious goals. When you understand the time it will take, you're blocking it on the calendar, you can't miss it, and it's a highly ambitious goal, you gotta be real about your time. You basically have to get your shit together around time management. And I find in my life that time management, when I have that dialed down, everything else feels less stressful. And I have a tendency to think that for most humans on the planet, how they spend their time and how they choose to spend their time is the number one way that they could take responsibility for their life and feel powerful. Put down your phone, okay? Like it's one thing to use your phone for a concrete purpose, like listening to this podcast. But like in terms of the doom scrolling, of just looking at the depressing headlines, in terms of just blindly kind of going through social media, not even really looking at or taking in what you're consuming, but just like scroll, scroll, scroll. Stop. If you are going to set this highly ambitious goal and you actually understand the time it will take, you do not have time to waste. You just don't. All right. Set highly ambitious goals. Understand the time it will take. Next, get ruthless about consistency and showing up for yourself. Get ruthless about it. There is no skipping a workout if you want to be an ultra marathoner and you have six months or one year to make that happen. 
okay? It's, it doesn't happen. You, you, like, it, that's the mentality that you have to take on. And I think that this is where David Goggins, I think, is really, really helpful because his philosophies are basically that people lack a sense of mental toughness and self-discipline, that they have a tendency to do what they want to do in the moment, which then serves their short-term goals instead of serving their long-term goals. If you want to play a bigger game in life, you cannot do this thing where you're just like, I'll do it if I feel like it. You have to do it even if you don't feel like doing it. Here are a couple of quotes that he has. I really love these. He says, don't stop when you're tired, stop when you're done. Now, in your day-to-day life, maybe you're like, that is such a toxic mentality, Kate. That is what leads people to burnout. That is what leads people, their health to crash, their adrenals to be burned out. In the right context, you're correct. All of that is true. And I know for myself, whenever I've taken on really big goals, the mentality has had to be, don't stop when you're tired, stop when you're done. For the things that matter most to me. I actually believe, this is, and this is in my book, 100% Fully Alive, you, which you can find. It's my book on burnout. And you can find it on uh, my website, yourcourageouslife.com. Go to the books tab. It's there. You'll see the link. You can also find it on Amazon, although Amazon is so weird. Um, it does. It, you have to search for 100 Fully Alive. It doesn't come up under 100% Fully Alive. Or you have to search under Kate Swoboda, and then you see all my books. Anyway. Here's my theory about why people get burned out. They don't have foundational habits in place, and then they try to do more and more and more, and they're burned out because they don't have the foundational habits in place. If you are really solid on sleep, which is rest and recovery, um, I'm talking about like your basic sleep. If you are solid on your nutrition, if you're solid on mindfulness habits, if you're solid on exercise, if you're solid on reframing cognitive distortions, which are really the kind of these foundational habits that support your overall physical and mental well-being, then you can actually push yourself pretty far in other areas of your life. And even if you're tired and don't feel like it anymore, you can push yourself to the point where you get done and not move into burnout. That's just been my experience. And I also think too, like I said, just blindly always pushing as hard as you can, burning the midnight oil, running on an empty tank of gas, all these lovely metaphors. Does that work? Mm, Yeah, it's going to result in burnout. And a lot of people are tired. But I actually believe if you get your shit together around the foundational habits, you can go a lot farther than you think you're capable of. Okay? So, and if you're using these mentalities strategically, which is what I'm trying to do today, I'm trying to use this strategically When I am going after a goal that's a big, audacious goal, and I know that part of what's going to happen for me in going after that goal is I'm going to have my brain go, why are you doing this? What's the point? Who cares? What does it matter? All of that. A philosophy from David Goggins like, don't stop when you're tired, stop when you're done, can help me. You know, I can be out there on a run. I am a runner. And for sure, I've gone distances and I just, I feel like stopping. If I tell myself, I'm not done yet. I said I'd do 10 miles today. I'm not going to back off of that. I've said I'm doing 10 miles today. 
that helps me to get into that kind of gritty warrior mentality of finish what I fucking start. I said I was going to do 10 miles. I'm doing 10 miles. That's how this is going to go. Other things David Goggins says, which again, I harness as needed. Uh, Motivation is crap. Motivation comes and goes. When you're driven, whatever is in front of you will get destroyed. Meaning, when you are driven and you have an obstacle in front of you, it is not about how motivated you feel. Again, you get out of this idea that you have to feel like it and you have to be motivated to do it. Instead, you understand some days you feel like it, some days you don't. As he says, motivation is crap. Motivation comes and goes. When you're driven, whatever is in front of you will get destroyed. Okay. He also says, this is another quote from David Goggins. If you have any mental toughness, if you have any fraction of self-discipline, the ability to not want to do it, but still do it is so important. It's everything. He also says the most important conversation you'll ever have is the one you have with yourself. So going back to what I'm saying today about being ruthless about consistency and showing up for yourself, you're going to hit those places where you don't are going, why am I doing this? I don't feel like it. I should just skip this workout. I should just skip working on my book today. I should skip working on my business today. What does it matter whether or not I study Whatever it is that is that audacious goal for you, going after a degree or trying to get a business stood up or trying to you know, write some, something that's really amazing, whatever that is, you're going to have conversations with yourself. So make sure that they are conversations where you're going, I'm going to be accountable. I understand that this goal requires consistency. And then the last quote I'll give you from David Goggins is, You're going to have to suffer a little bit, just a little bit. You're not going to die. At the end of pain is success. Now, David Goggins, he's not for everyone. I find his work highly motivating. I feel like it's, I'll pull up, I, I said I use media for whatever I need. I'll pull up compilations of him. And he's a big F bomb dropper too. Um, <laughs> I'll pull up a compilation of him going, I don't care, get out there, get it done. Like him really in his full motivational self and listen to that whenever I am wanting to cut corners and not follow through. So I've got for you today, I, I've just covered getting ruthless about consistency and showing up for yourself. That's the third big way to start playing bigger in your life. The fourth big way is embrace the suck. So Goggins is talking about you're going to suffer. Things aren't going to be fun. You're not always going to like it. You're not always going to feel motivated. I'm adding to that the idea of embracing the suck, embracing fear and failure, embracing the fact that there are going to be times along whatever you're pursuing where you will fail so spectacularly that you will feel like crap about yourself. And here's the thing. It doesn't fucking matter if you feel bad about yourself if you decide to rise up again. Feeling bad about yourself 
Nobody wants that experience. But there's no way you're going to get to the things you want the most without at some point not hitting what you wanted to hit, not feeling good about yourself, having some kind of setback that you couldn't control. So you embrace the suck. You embrace the fear and the failure. And I have, or the the unfair things that happen. And I have had that happen more times in my life than I can count. One thing I think of in particular was a particular legal issue that I was dealing with in my business several years ago where someone actually hired a lawyer and was coming after me about something that was so ridiculous, I'm not even going to get into it. And I then had to hire a lawyer and fucking fight back. So here I am. I mean, it's hard enough, okay, to run a business, right? It's hard enough to run a business, to do all the things that you need to be doing every single day, day in and day out. But let me tell you, it is even harder when some bitch decides to hire a lawyer and come after you about something that is completely ridiculous. And every single legal challenge that she brought, she failed. She completely failed. And then her lawyer did something shady that I actually caught on a legal document and then pointed out to my lawyer and said, hey, this chick's lawyer just did something shady. She changed a document. She, they actually had an agreement where we were going to sign and settle everything. And we sent the agreement, my lawyer and I sent the agreement over to them. And then they said, okay, we reviewed it and sent it back to us for me to sign. And the lawyer had gone into a page of the agreement and slightly changed a little bit of one of the terms and sent it back and not flagged it, hoping I wouldn't notice. You realize that's something that you're, you can get disbarred for doing? That's crazy behavior. So here it is. It's hard enough to, to run a business. And I had this, this crazy person with their crazy, shady, like breaking the rules lawyer. It was so stressful. But you can probably hear it in my voice now. Having learned from that experience, oh, I'm lawyered up. And I learned a lot from that. And I felt like crap about myself. I lost sleep over that experience. But it's the rising up from that experience where I'm stronger. I'm on lockdown with my legal agreements. I I don't play when it comes to any of this stuff. I do not play. So... The When you go after a highly ambitious goal, understand that there are going to be setbacks along the way, and it's not personal. Life didn't single you out. You're the one who chose to go after the goal. How can you say that you really, really want it, and then when things don't go your way, oh, I can't do it. Like, no, this is the purpose of going after the ambitious goal. This is the purpose of understanding the time it's going to take and blocking it out like it's, hey, I, I show up for this. I'm ruthless about consistency. I don't fuck around. I'm doing this. I'm putting in the work. So guess what? The suck is going to come with it. The suck is going to come with it. And you're not going to escape that part. But the suck that comes with it is what's going to make you smarter. And is what's going to make you savvier. And it's what's going to make you grittier and more determined. And in fact, the more hard work you're putting into your goal, I think the more 
you you rise up when those things come your way that might derail the goal. And that was certainly true for me in the example I just cited, which is that I did not work so hard to stand up a business and to play the game, so to speak, with integrity and really trying to put my whole heart into this only to have this person come along and do these things that were completely shady and completely ridiculous. And, you know, hey, I hope to never deal with a situation like that again. I hope that I've learned what I needed to learn and I never have to deal with that crap again. But if I did, you know I know what to do. (laughs) It's not going to hurt as much the second time, that's for sure. Um, So how to start playing bigger in your life You got to go after something that you want so much that it's going to change you in the process of going after it. And you got to commit and say, this is what I'm doing and I will not give up. So hopefully everybody is taking away from today a sort of fire in the gut. I want to play a bigger game. I don't want to settle for anything less than 100% fully alive and actually living my life full out. And I got to tell you, every single person who's ever done anything great had plenty of moments of doubt where they didn't think they were capable of it. And it's in the doing that you show yourself what you're really made of. Boom. Get after it. Go do it. Now. Don't hesitate. Don't delay. Get after it and go do it. All right. That's today's episode of the Your Courageous Life podcast. Thank you for listening. To dive in deeper and continue the work, head on over to yourcourageouslife.com. See you there.